to the Chris and Sam podcast. Pull up a bar stool and join us for a random conversation, guaranteed to make you think or your money back. Hello and welcome to episode 335 of the Chris and Sam podcast. I'm Chris. I'm Sam. Welcome along to all the new listeners. We know we have you there now. Uh, that probably made no sense, but this is your randomness technology and podcast website every 30 minutes. No, 30 minutes every, <laughs> every week. week. <laughs> uh, I may be tired. I'm going to leave that in. Uh, yeah, no editing that. No yeah, editing good, that. good luck. Uh, it was, it's been a long, full on days. Uh, we've just been to field days actually yesterday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had a, a pretty uh, mammoth uh, uh, visit of field days yesterday. That's pretty I was good. saying to Diego after you left, like, oh, man, my my friends used to hassle me and my wife because we used to walk everywhere and we'd walk really fast. Yeah. And then you come to field days with Sam and I'm like trying to run to keep up with him. He just motors through people, just bouncing them off his shoulders, just out of my way, out of my way. And we got to try and keep up. I don't up. know. I don't know about that. I'm like, yeah. No, uh, it was pretty good. There was a few subtle differences, uh, which you would understand if you'd been before. They changed things around a little bit. Some oh, yeah. of the big players weren't there, which was interesting. Um, yeah, they didn't have a digger... Um Skills thing that I saw. Uh, maybe no, I they do. It, it's it's in the completely opposite corner. Oh, that'd be why because I was looking at the wrong. Yeah, end. no, that's the thing. They moved a whole bunch of stuff around. Just a little, just the odd thing. And to, like Toyota wasn't there. That's usually yeah. a real big stand. But that whole down down the bottom was that a car park last time? It might have been the car park last time. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, but the time before it wasn't because it yes. used to be. They used to have some of the tractor racers down there. Yeah, I think so. I'm not sure. Anyway, it was a pretty good day. Thanks to Field Days for letting us come along as media. Absolutely. Uh, interestingly, I did ask Diego yesterday. Uh, sorry, I asked him this morning about yesterday because I left a bit earlier than you guys. But I said to him, yesterday, did you see any of the other film crews and all those guys that were making all, you know, in the, from upstairs in the media? And he goes, No. And we were moving all over the place. I didn't see anybody. No. I, I didn't really I, see any I other think photographers. I saw one, and that was actually as I was arriving there, mm. um, there was some people coming out of the media. And that's it. Because uh, I saw the video that they put together in the email at the end of every day. And, right. and it is really, really cool stuff. And I was just like, that's cool, but I didn't see anybody yesterday. It was weird. Everybody's moving well, around. Well, talking about big events, uh, and I mentioned this partly because I mentioned it to Diego and I were talking about it in the car on the way um, back yesterday. Um, did you hear about Brazil? They're going to host the Pan American Cup, which is a soccer football cup. Okay. With 13 days notice because Argentina said, oh, COVID's too bad here. We're going to cancel it. So Brazil goes, we'll hold it. Um, Aren't they like worse than Argentina? They're worse than everybody. <laughs> Like 2,000 um, uh, cases a day, uh, 1.9 million uh, COVID-19 cases last month, uh, and they don't have uh, social distancing and that. So, yeah, if you're into football and you want to die, um, go to the Pan-American Cup. So it's going ahead. Yeah. Well, no, they've said, no, we'll hold it. No, no, I know they've said that, but are people are these teams going? Like, what's I, the deal? I we assume know? the teams are going because the teams will all be vaccinated and they'll be segregated and yeah. they'll be safe. It's all the fans that are going to be yeah. profiting oh, yeah. I mean, over each other. Yeah. If you're not going to die of a sport, then are you really a fan? Yeah, fair enough. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. I was in Rotorua a while back, a couple of weeks ago, went out for lunch somewhere and they had TV screens all over the place showing uh, music videos actually. 
and it came up with Orange Door Requests. Have you heard of this thing? No. And it goes, hey, request a song. Download this app. It's called Orange Door Requests. And it's a very simple app uh, on your phone. Oh, yeah. You, nice don't have to re- you don't have to register. You don't have to do anything, to be honest. It just figures out where you are. And it says, hey, which one of these? Uh, and I'm, I've opened it right now on the podcast. And I can pick Hillcrest Haven, uh, Good George Dining Hall, the Dinsdale Office, or Good Neighbour. Right? And let's just pick one of those. And uh, it's updating the database. And it grabs all the songs that this, basically, video jukebox can play. And you just pick a song and go play. And it literally just rows them up. And that's it. It doesn't ask for any information, doesn't do anything else. So literally this whole lunch, every single song was something I was picking. And like some of it was pretty heavy. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's pretty cool. So it is very... not making any money out of it. I don't know. No, well, here we go. I mean, I mean the pub. Okay, so the jukebox used to be uh, a revenue source for us. Yeah, yeah, at, totally. At the pub in um, London when I, yeah, you know, when I was a young fella. So Good George Dining Hall just got Creep by Radiohead. That's what they'll be playing out. in the next song. Yeah, because I don't think it's geofenced or anything. I don't know. I haven't tried. I like. I don't know about that, but it was working perfectly nonstop. But you're right. It's just this feature. Uh, and in Rotorua, one of the gyms popped up as well. Like, they've got on board, so they're slowly getting out there. I don't know. I just thought it was pretty cool, and it didn't... Um, I think it's a good idea. I'm just... It yeah, I'm just... I don't know. I'm, it, I'm interested in the business case, honestly. Oh, I think they're just paying a monthly fee, and then people can use it. But usually nobody is, so it's just playing its own stuff. But there didn't seem to be any control. Like, I could row 20 songs up. Like, it didn't care yeah. that I was taking control of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just it was interesting, and I thought I would let you know about it. Uh, so check out Orange uh, Door Request and um, see what venues are around near you and see if you can just start it, playing cool random songs. The thing is that you don't have to put your name uh, and details. No, and, and if you open it up, say you open that up at 5 in the morning, they obviously have to turn the system on. So some of them must have leave it on overnight because there was like one of those bars had it on the other, night, uh, other morning when I went to work, but the rest didn't, which made yeah. sense. But I was like, am I just playing music in an empty bar now? <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's, yeah that's, that's pretty cool. i got a, something a little bit downy. I'll, I'll start oh, with no, the downy. No, thing. we no, don't go want... On, no, go on, who is it? Which one? Okay, Canadians. How racist do you think Canadians are? Uh, does that strike... Does that Canadian racism, does that sound like a thing? Or does that no, sound like not, a, a uh, non-sequitur? I, I think I know where you're going, but uh, no, in general, no. No. But they, have a, they seem to have a really good image... And it's probably very easy when you're near America. Yeah, yeah. If your next door neighbour's America, you look like the good guy no matter what shit you're doing. Yeah, because so bodies of 250 Indigenous children were found at a residential school. Um, it's an assimilation school, they called them. They were run by the Catholic Church, and they were, when the, it was first colonised or whatever, mm. they grab knock all the... Esc- Eskimos, now I'm using bad language, but you know what I mean. The indigenous people. I think they're Aborigines. Yeah, yeah, they grabbed them and they put the kids, forced them to be in these assimilation yeah, schools. Yeah, yeah. They're not allowed to speak mm. their native language. They're not allowed to wear native co- no, costumes. No, 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 they have to kill all that, stuff. yeah. And then uh, and loads of them died. Um, oh. And the Catholic Church is being criticised for its part in it, who are also have records of all these but are not. Um, sharing them because they have records for hundreds and thousands of years. Oh, so they've been so keeping they've records. They've got the records, but they, good. they're not going to let anyone see no, them. No, of course not. I can't do that. Um, so Trudeau has asked the Pope to apologise and offer restitution and to publicise the documents. Oh. So, 
So right. that's cool. But yeah, it's just for me, the, the reason I mentioned it more than anything else was I heard, I, saw, I think I saw the headline Canadian racism or, or something like to that effect. And I was like, that doesn't even sound like a thing. I wouldn't have thought it. But yeah, once you hear that story, you go, oh yeah, white people. <laughs> yeah, yeah, just in general, that's pretty much it. If you don't want to know what I mean by, oh yeah, white people, listen to a few episodes of The Dollop, you'll get it. That's right. <laughs> uh, the other day, maybe it was last weekend, went to the Careers Expo, of all places, which was at Claudon's. Oh yeah. It's on a Sunday and then a Monday. Okay. Uh, whole bunch of random stuff there, but there's some, um, yeah, I, I don't know, there, there's always things that you never realized were there like there's a couple of deep deep sea diving like companies talking about how amazing it is travel the world and put on this like giant welding or something i think so or yeah, yeah salvage or Te- something technical stuff anyway. so anyway one of the things they had there was uh, a real heavy tourism focus like part of the sponsor was some sort of i'm not 100 percent local tur- tourism no i'm not sure if it was 100 percent tourism new zealand so i don't want to say that it was tourism something i don't know anyway or tourism training, maybe? I don't know. But they had a whole bunch of VR headsets. You know how much I love VR headsets? And uh, so I chucked on a VR headset, and you're in a like an aircraft hangar, and this guy comes up to you, and he goes, Agent, blah, blah, blah. We need to know more about this stuff. Uh, off you go. I was like, okay, sweet. So uh, as if they're telling you about different career paths within tourism is the gist of it. And the first guy's like, you're, you're on the uh, bungee jump on the Harbour Bridge or wherever it is in Auckland, and the guy's like, hey, how's it going? Oh, yeah, it's all good. This is what we do, rah, rah, rah. Uh, Within two years, you can be a jump master, and then you can do this, rah, rah, rah. You ready? Okay, cool. Then you bail out, and you're bungee jumping. Sweet. The next thing, you're at uh, Waiheke Island, and this chick's talking to you, and she goes, welcome to whatever their um, flying fox sort of thing is. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, High wire type Yeah, yeah, and she's like, oh, and the problem is she's talking to you for ages, and then she lets the other person go first, and and. When I wear VR, I just don't care who's around me because I don't know. So I'm just talking to myself, basically. So I'm like, why are you letting him go? Anyway, so then we go on the Flying Fox. And then there's another uh, extreme sport one, which is good. Oh, skydiving. That's right. We're, in the, we're in, the, in the plane and we all sort of get out of the plane and we're all holding onto the edge. And then we all bail out and then they do a formation and they all hold hands and then we parachute down. It's all great, you know. So we go from that to a restaurant where there's a dude cooking up something and then they've got an actual chef who is probably the worst actor in the world. He comes out and goes, oh, well, one order of uh, scrambled eggs and something. And he puts it up there and then the other guy makes it and then he's plating this really, really, to be honest, average looking food because it's basically scrambled eggs, I think. He goes, oh, that's amazing. And I'm, we're like just there watching. And then it cuts into a hotel bedroom where we're talking with um, Kasudima Ho- Yeah, I know. I know. But this guy... The- Wait, is this going somewhere? No, not really. But this guy uh, this guy starts making this bed, and he's telling us how amazing it is, and, oh, make sure everyone has a nice day in all of this. And he's making the worst bed in the world. Like, it looks crap. Like, it's not tucked in properly or anything. He's, oh, yeah. Oh, here's a key card that somebody left behind. Go take this to reception. And then we end up back in the hangar, and the dude goes, oh, did you get the special code word? I'm like, what is he on about? Anyway, apparently somewhere we were getting flashed letters. And I didn't pay any attention to that because I was yelling at the people on the screen. And uh, it's about tourism with a one for an I, which made it a special code word. Anyway, uh, the other thing that was there. <laughs> I know. That's good, wasn't it? 
<laughs> the other thing. Uh, there's more randomness than technology in that life. That's anyway, right. Anyway, carry on. No, no. My FM were there, and the chick from Radio Work, uh, no, Media Work, sorry. Media Work, yeah. Uh, who helped out at the pumpkin carnival that time when it poured with rain. The, and, Vaguely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And she's got a real weird name. I can't remember what it is. When you hear it, you're like, what? Anyway, she was there with my FM, and they just had a table, a backdrop, two flags, and they're just sitting there. And we're in this area where they're doing all sorts of different stuff. And this person goes, oh, if you want some money, go talk to them. So we go over there because they're not promoting anything. They're just sitting there. Oh, if you answer some questions on the survey, we'll give you five bucks for everyone you get right. Uh, but you've got nine questions is the maximum. Okay. So they're all general knowledge questions with a slight bend on alcohol, some of them. Mm-hmm. You know, what's the main ingredient? Oh, and they gave you, always gave you two answers to pick from. So you had 50-50 chance on every single one. What's the main ingredient in a margarita? Is it tequila or rum? Yeah, anyway, it's all random. And then, for some reason, all we had to do was write our name and phone number. We'll contact you to get your bank account details to give you the money. Now, four of us did this, right? Only one of us has been contacted. <laughs> what is going on? Who, who, who were the four? Uh, me, Sarah, Ruben, Chloe. All oh, right, yeah. The yeah. yeah. so Ruben's like, oh yeah, no, I've already sent my bank account details. I got a text message and a phone call, getting the oh, money. Geez. So well, Ruben's, I'm like, the money. what? <laughs> yeah. So he got thirty five dollars. Yeah, him, me and him got thirty five. Sarah forty five. Chloe got twenty five. They had to modify it for her. Uh, <laughs> take out alcohol once, but it was a random. Yeah, I, I just thought it was a random promotion that I don't know. That's weird. Uh, very weird. But That's hey, really weird. I'll take free money. Weird, weird, weird. I'm going to talk about. No, Harvey Weinstein has been extradited to California. That, that just cracks me up when they say, oh, he's being extradited. I was like, what other country is going uh, to? Okay. It's like, no, he's no, extradited from uh, wherever. Wherever he is now, I forget now, uh, to California. But he's like, oh, he's going blind and he needs surgery and we can't extradite him. And the, <laughs> I had to laugh because I think it, I, I think it was actual cameras in an actual courtroom. I don't think it was a, like a, a, a recreation, recreation. But they, they, she goes, I, I will remind the um, the the court that California is in a first world country and they do have hospitals there. Oh, as good, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that makes sense. <laughs> it cracked me up. I was like, yeah, yeah. Harvey Weinstein didn't look too happy. Um, so yeah, he's getting like, extradited to face more charges in another state. Woohoo! Good yeah. on you, mate. Good on you. Uh, went and saw Cruella the other day. It's just come out. It's a film. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah, Emma Stone's the main uh, lead in it, playing oh, okay. Cruella. It's basically the backstory of Cruella. Yeah, from the 101 Dalmatians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah real life film though, not animation or anything. All oh, right, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, pretty good. Held my attention the whole way through. Oh, really? Yeah, it was good. Uh, yeah, pretty cool. And. Uh, but the problem is... But it's definitely a kid's movie. Uh, yeah, it was rated PG. Yeah. The problem in a movie, though, of course, is you can't pick who you're going to see the movie with. Like, are the randoms. Like, the bunch of middle-aged women behind us who I was going to say at the end, is very, I'm very um, supportive of you bringing your blind friend with. Must be blind because you were talking the whole way through, pointing out the dumbest shit. Oh, my God, she's wearing a red dress. Did you see that? She's wearing a red dress. They weren't blind. They're just commenting on the dumbest stuff. So I probably said shut up probably, I don't know, 20 times. Oh, really? I was like, shut up! Shut up! <laughs> like, like, yeah. 
during some uh, some quiet bits and some loud bits. Was it very busy theatre? No. Oh, it wasn't too bad. Because I would have just stood up and walked, moved. Yeah. Yeah. Probably should have done that. Yeah. Oh, next time. Next um, time. Next time. Uh, <laughs> you want to laugh? Here's a laugh. Have you heard about Trump's book deal? Uh, no. No, you haven't because it hasn't happening. <laughs> so Trump... Um, uh, the you know how he has these news uh, reports come out, or what do you call them, um, PR pieces come out, or whatever. He's been writing furiously since his blog closed, and I'm like, I cannot imagine Trump writing furiously at the best of no, the time. No, he can write like five And if words. he's writing a book, would he be writing it in Sharpie? Is my question. But anyway, he um, yeah, he's like he's trying to get a book deal, and he's told a load of people, I've got people beating down my door for a book. And um, but it's come out from these book guys that like uh, nobody wants to do his book. He's not getting a book deal. Nobody wants to do it. And they had this big story on it because it was like, well, why can't he get a book deal? Every ex president pretty much automatically gets a book deal. And they said, oh right, yeah, yeah, because yeah. Obama's not. Yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Every yeah, yeah, every yeah. president once they leave office gets a book deal. And he goes, well, no, it's quite simple. A book deal needs to be fact checked. <laughs> he said oh, right. anything okay. he did will be more fact, fiction than fact. He says it's yes, just sir. not possible. You just can't do it. He says he can't even admit that he's lost the election. So how are we going to do a book deal? So apparently Trump is absolutely furious now that it's out that, oh, he's not getting a book deal. And he's lost the plot, which just, oh, I, it, it's beautiful. It's a wonderful thing. Just cracks now. Okay. You've heard of Magic the Gathering? Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's the cards, eh? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Pokemon. There's a Pokemon card game. Oh, okay. And Yu-Gi-Oh, which is another card game, right? Yeah, I know Yu-Gi-Oh. So, a home-based New Zealand trading game, card game, called Flesh and Blood has beaten all of those in May. Like, it's apparently next level. in, In terms of sales? Yeah. Oh, okay. And it's made here in Epsom, or... Yeah, designed or, here, whatever, or, yeah. and they've come up with it. And apparently, you choose characters and battle over the table with opposite number, uh, with their opposite number. You collect and thing. So anyway, uh, it's apparently the highest ranked card game thing in TCG Products, which is the world's largest marketplace for collectibles. Never heard of this thing before. It's only been around for two years, uh, and they had two rough years, uh, including COVID, and apparently they've pulled through the other side. Um, the $4 billion gaming industry every year, so it's good to tap into that. Uh, we might have to make the Chris and Sam podcast trading card game. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, if Gary V can sell those stupid pictures of NFTs. animals he did. did yeah. But this person here says, because uh, the picture that they've used, I don't know too much, but it does look like magic cards, if that's supposedly this new game. Oh, right. And yeah. someone in the comment goes... Uh, yeah, it's pretty cool, but I wish it didn't look like a value brand Magic the Gathering. And a lot of them are like, yeah. So. Oh, yeah, that's not good. If, if you want a collectible, you want it to look pretty. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. The, I don't know if what this. I assume the picture they've shown us in this article is this new game, but. Uh, oh, no, I, I wouldn't be surprised if they just went and found it. Yeah, that's what I was wondering, like stock there. image of. Because it's not a clear picture, it's sort of like an effect yeah, picture. Yeah, Anyway, yeah. Uh, good on those guys. I think there's quite a few Kiwi, uh, uh, even board games, card games being made here. 
Mm. So what are we doing with, uh, we're going to have some uh, stuff in here from uh, Matt. A little bit of an interview with old Matt. Yeah, here we are. We're at the Spates. We're at the Spates stand. Uh, We get to win a uh, Spates custom swan dry. Now, Matt Hicks is here. He's international man of mystery. Seems to (laughs) pop up all over the place. DJ, filmmaker. What else? What else are you up to, Matt? Uh, marriage celebrant. Uh, I'm taking bookings for September to March this year, so give me an email, mattxmedia.com. I didn't know yeah. you did that, Matt. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, so if any women want to get married, I'm available. <laughs> just saying. Um, so if you get any wannabes to just come along and go, I haven't got a husband yet, but I want to get married, send them to me. I don't know how I feel about that. It sounds a bit creepy. Chris has a sensational moustache and also muscles. What more can you ask for? That's right. Hey, uh, just want to ask you real quickly, what's the top thing about field days for you? People watching. Yeah. The fashion. It's, um, this is like rhythm and vines for farmers, you know? <laughs> like, it's just, it's just disgusting. People are disgusting here. People are disgusting at field days. That's the top takeaway from Matt. Uh, are you allowed to get out and have a look around, or are you stuck in here all 12 hours a day? It just depends, like, where the boss is, you know? Like, yeah. if I see them kind of like... I know they're up at the office. The office is far away, so, like, I'm constantly skiving off. Got some free milos. When hey, I, when you, I spoke to David Seymour... Have you one of these massage chairs? Because there's, like, a gazillion of them here. I haven't yet. That's on the to-do <laughs> list. Good, good. We've seen them all over the place, and uh, we're a bit sceptical on how well they are. We think they may be harvesting body organs... Uh, while you're in them, it's a Chinese thing where they steal your body's suck parts. Suck out a kidney while you're lying down there. Oh, that feels a bit. Ooh. Uh, we don't want to take up too much of your time, Matt. But uh, what's your top tip for field days? Um, get your get, get your your wristbands registered beforehand because it's a massive admin pain in the ass for me to register them. Yeah, yes. and the people that need to register them are the slowest typers in the world. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Just. 1994 is over, like it's 2021. Get with it, you know, learn the internet. It's vital. Okay, that's a top tip from Matt there. Learn the internet. So thank you so much. We'll uh, leave you to it. And uh, hopefully, cross fingers, one of us or maybe all of us win a swan drive. <laughs> yeah. A little bit of an interview with old, well, maybe an interview I did with uh, Ben and Paula. Yeah, Paula. Are those, oh, yeah, I know who they are, but I mean, is that happening? Because I interviewed that. I don't know what it sounds oh, like. Oh, I haven't listened to it. Oh, okay. Can't, oh, no, no. I've got no time for that. <laughs> I'll, I'll sort it out when but, I yeah, uh, sort the, it out. The audio might not be great because I ended up recording that on my phone. No, don't, don't, don't give away the secret. Okay, so here I am with Paula and Ben, and um, we're in the media centre. We've got to be a bit quiet because everybody's so serious and, and quiet around here. So, how has your field days been so far? Pretty hectic up until sort of this point, um, sort of hanging out for the breaks. Um, but no, it's it's been really good. We're with a rather interesting client, um, so so. So yeah, it's been really good to sort of run around like headless chickens after them for the past couple of days. <laughs> We've definitely uh, learnt a lot because um, we're covering a client that is marketing themselves rather than selling a product. So we've definitely learnt a lot and we've gone behind the scenes and seen some great stalls. So it's nice to see field days from a different perspective rather than from an audience perspective. Mm. Right. So because you, um, you had a fairly open brief, would that be a good way to put it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was free and loose, uh, free and loose, and it's been great in terms of being able to develop something. But when it's that loose, you can actually develop a really clear message yourself and be able to capture things um, in a in a good way that represents the client well. 
It'll be interesting to see what the feedback is. So far, feedback's <laughs> so really far, good. So far, it has been good. So yes, no, it, it, it's interesting sort of building a brief as you're doing the work. Um, mm. So sort of almost doing things and testing them and, and showing them things on the fly and then they go, yep, like that or don't like that. So you sort of pursue an avenue as you're sort of working. Um which yeah, makes for a very fast-paced workload, I suppose. But also creates new avenues for them to explore as well. Yes. So what's been the craziest moment so far? Crazy. Or, or I can't silly. say crazy would be the word that I'd use, but there's been some different fun moments. Um, there was been, there's been chainsaws, some chainsaw action. Um, <laughs> that, that was pretty funny. Um, no, you can't leave it at that. Explain some <laughs> So um, it's some high-profile people using the, um, the, the VR um, chainsaws and the high-profile people using the chainsaws is yeah, quite fun to quite watch. Like, nothing quite like stra- strapping a VR headset on a, on a rather high-profile individual and see them <laughs> flail around a toy chainsaw. <laughs> um, it makes for quite a... Quietly entertaining moment. It was a really entertaining moment. Tell me you got this on film. Oh, yeah, we absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. There was a both of us on, on a camera trying to capture yeah. that gem of a moment. So different angles. Yeah. We're cre- creating a dynamic sequence there. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. And how's the crowds been? Because are you, are, you ta- are you filming the crowds as well? How have they been? Yeah, um, they've actually been really, really good. Yeah, really good. Um, the client sort of cares a lot about how the audience perceive them because they're, they're marketing themselves and um, sort of trying to up their street cred, I suppose. Um, and yeah, so talking to some of the some of the crowd about you know how they feel at the moment and then informing them a little and then seeing how their perspectives change and that sort of thing. Yeah, so everyone's been really receptive and patient. Nice. And um, another thing that's happening is lots of questions, which is really good. Mm. Um, for the brand. Uh, yeah. for, well, for the brand, but just in general, like um, not just for the brand, but also in terms of being misrepresented, thinking we actually work at the field days. I, I don't know where the toilets are, um, and I can't help you, but thank you for asking. So that's, that's been fun too, actually. <laughs> Sam gets asked that all the time, and I think that's because he always, I don't know if you've been around Sam when yeah. he's moving through, he's always moving like he's on a mission. Yeah. Yes. There's no slowing down, there's no stopping, and, and mm-hmm. people just assume he belongs here. He's the, the man <laughs> in the know. Yeah, yeah. So we, we've done a bit of that. So we'll just accidentally direct them to where we want them to go. I just point north. <laughs> Regardless, it doesn't matter what they're asking. That way, I think. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that way. That's I think. the way you want to go. I'll find it. But yeah, they've been really good and really enjoying the process. So would you do this again if you had the same gig again? Yeah. I would actually. Yeah, um, yeah. The, the first sort of little bit, we're pulling our hair out a little. Um, but now that we've sort of gotten to mm. the flow of it, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, definitely. It's actually been kind of nice to have a bit of a longer leash. Yeah. Um, a different kind of nice, but, but yeah. Yeah, because this is day two. So by the end of Saturday, you'll be like pros. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Veterans. <laughs> I, think, I think with all project work, sort of the freelance work that you do, it's always the first day because what a bri- how a brief is written when you get it from a client and what you end up actually doing and what the interpretation between written and spoken are quite often very different. Mm. So how you've read what you think they want and actually what they want are 
generally two different things. So most projects we get there and we're just filling our way out and just yeah. seeing actually, because sometimes their ideas are not actually what they're wanting to see, but they don't know it until they see it. Yeah. So generally the first day for us is always a bit, I, I believe it's panic, scatter and regroup. It's always the, yeah. the first day theory is panic, scatter, regroup and we just form a plan on the fly. Yep. Always. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, no, that's right. People don't know what they want until they see it a lot of times. So you guys have a, a business that you are running for this? or Not yet. It's getting there, though. Yeah, because yeah. yeah. what I was going to say is if we're publishing this and that people want to do some work with you, how would they get hold of you? Yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Get, get hold of the Christmas Sam podcast and we'll we'll pass you on for a small commission. For a small commission, <laughs> that's uh, negotiable. Yeah, um, yeah. We're, we're at the moment we're, we're reluctant to say anything because we're literally in the process. It, it, for yeah, us, it's yeah. actually starting to snowball. Yeah, um, we're getting that question more and more. We're getting um, it more good. and more. So it's putting the pedal down on us to hurry up, and we have something in place at the moment. The ball is rolling. It's just finding time to actually. <laughs> push that ball off the cliff is what, what we need. Um, so actually within the next, probably four weeks, yeah. next month, yeah, we're we'll, gonna have we'll, to do we'll be something. able to say something. We've been saying this for about... A year? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so... So, I don't know, yeah. Watch the space what, very yeah. closely. Yeah, well, we'll um, we'll definitely update everybody when and if that happens. <laughs> I should say when that happens. It's, it's when a that happens. win. It's, it's a definitely win. enough. It's just certainly a win at the moment. So yeah. Like, cool. Yeah. All right, thanks for speaking to me. I'm I'm absolutely taking uh, the hit on that one. If it's if if we put it in and if it's bad, it's my fault. Well, we'll see what we can do. Did you hear? I didn't. I just thought this was a bit random, so I'll just tell you about it because we're a bit randomness. Did you know that um, the Tasman paper mill in Kawadell is shutting down, and it does paper, right? So yeah. all the newspapers in the country have to scramble to get newsprint, so like to make sure they've got enough time. So. So why is it shutting down if everybody's using it? It can't. I don't know. Us nor Skog. But maybe they're not selling as many papers as they used to. Maybe. Which is probably a good. But there is a lot of newsprint around. So on Wednesday, they said, we're going to close the end of June. 160 jobs gone. Like like in two weeks. So they'd known since October, though. The newspapers did. Right? Yeah. So where do you think the only place in the Southern Hemisphere is that makes newsprint? Because there's only one place now. Australia. Yeah, but we're in Australia. Oh, God. Um, Darwin. Tasmania. Yeah. Tasmania. Okay. So. I was on the opposite end of the country. Yeah. So that's all good, but they have to work out logistics. So they know how much paper they sort of need. They've booked in enough paper to be imported from Tasmania until the middle of next year, but it may not be 100% committed after that. I, I'm my head hurts now. I'm honestly like, what is wrong with New Zealand? Why do we keep importing crap that we can make here? I don't know what why they've shut down. Ma- I know. Yes, I know. It's annoying. Yeah, let's employ more Tasmanians because that's a better use of our tax dollar. Oh, okay. So yeah, here we go. So I've been to this plant before uh, yeah. to have a look around. It's pretty cool. And uh, OG Fiber Solutions is at the same site, they use some of the same equipment, but they do a different product. So they invested $63 million into the mill to focus on cement pulp uh, and other products. Um, they said they feel for other people. So that's OJI. Those yeah. Guys. yeah, those guys. Uh, so I don't know. Anyway, there's, 
Oh, one business unaffected. This is great for people that have a wood pellet fire. They're still going to make their little wood pellet chips. Uh, they make 90,000 tons of it annually for industrial use. So, excellent. Mm. Uh, and uh, just talking about fibre in general, make sure to check out some of our little interviews from yeah, Field Days. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Shear's Edge? Shear Edge? Shear Edge? Was Shear Edge, yep. yeah. Those right. guys are pretty onto it. That, that was amazing. Um, actually, I will, we, we'll mention it because part of that, what really happened, what was really interesting, was after your interview. So, Sam, oh no, it was during the interview, yeah. You did ask him how many he, how many... In, other stuff he's done. Yeah. That was in the interview or was that after it? Uh, no, I was, that was, that's still recording. Oh, cool. Yeah. Anyway, think, yeah, yeah. So Logan from um, Shear Edge, a uh, bit of a brain box by the sounds of it. Jesus, he's done a few uh, inventions, but what he was doing there, Shear Edge is all about um, creating another use for wool, basically using those fiber in um, bio. Bioplastics, is that what they call it? Bioplastics? Yeah, well, like that. yeah, making the yeah, pellets. And so it, it, it strengthens the bioplastics. And, um, yeah, they're making all sorts of stuff with different manufacturers, from boats and kayaks There's, to uh, all yes. sorts of things. There seem to be a lot of people using the wool fibre. This uh, There were a couple of yeah, things. Yeah, wool fibre wool, wool seem to be a thing. But I think it's, it's because dirt it's, cheap. I think it's because it's dirt you cheap. You can get it for 35 cents a kilo, apparently. Mm. So if you've got a need for wool, now's the time to get in there. You heard yeah, yeah, it first yeah. from the Chris's Ham podcast. Yeah, yeah. Hey, um, you got here, Peloton can be hacked. Oh, have you heard that that's what, happening at the moment? Good. So, what What do they do? Do they make you bike faster? <laughs> is it just the bikes or is it the deadly no, treadmills uh, the that kills tre- children? Both. Uh, but it, it's not as exciting as that. It's oh, just they, come on. They take all your data and they know where you are. Because oh. they're all geo-mapped. Yeah, of course they are. I, I was and, hoping. And they can access your Wi-Fi through your Peloton. Nice. And then uh, Do hack something your Wi-Fi and hack everything. In uh, I thought you were going to tell me that they were uh, they could instantly speed it up to some crazy thing and these people were falling off and hitting yeah, their heads and stuff. exploding. And, uh, yeah. Unfortunately not. No? No. Uh, hey, these guys are randomly in Sydney uh, near the airport. These guys have painted on the roof of their building, Welcome to Perth. <laughs> That's awesome, I like that It says, imagine falling asleep at the start of the flight And then waking up to look out the window That's pretty cool That's awesome, I love that Yeah Oh, just randomly I'll finish off with this James Cameron attempted to buy the rights to the novel Jurassic Park And he got beaten out by Spielberg Back in the day or Back in the day oh, No, no, right, back in right, the right, day right, okay, He beat him out by a few hours and he described his version as aliens with dinosaurs is what he was going to go for if he got the rights to it. Oh, okay. So bring um, in the aliens. So I, I heard I, I've been reading a book called Storyworthy by – oh, I'm going to forget his – I've forgotten his name now. Insert name here. Insert name here. Um, but anyway, um, he does a lot of storytelling um, workshops at, and does uh, – it's called The Moth. There's a, uh, The podcast The Moth. Yeah, well, they do, do the podcast, but it was, it was a, an event. It was an event before yeah, yeah, it was yeah. a podcast. That's yeah. world famous. So, yeah. yeah, yeah. So he's won a few of those around the place. Oh, um, yeah. This guy, oh god, I can't remember his name. But anyway, um, so he talks about this. Your story is a five second transformation. That's the heart of your story. Okay. Yeah. And you start off your story at the opposite end of that. So the story of Jurassic Park. He uses that as an example. Oh, okay. Yeah. Is that. The heart of the story is when 
the doctor, you know, Neil what's his face, what's his face is up the tree with the two kids. Yeah. And they lean on him and, and he says he'll protect them and he drops that dinosaur claw. Yeah. And he doesn't care about it because the beginning of the movie, he says he hates kids, they stink, oh, and he okay. scares that old fat boy. And that's the soul of the movie. Oh, right. And I'm like, is it? And then I, I uh, yeah, it is. Okay. It is. So uh, interesting. I well, never would go. have picked it, but. No. Yeah. Uh, well, there you go. That brings us to the end of the podcast. Hello to everyone that's listening. Hello to anyone new. Yes, Welcome. and so you will see a few other things popping up on the feed. Yep, once uh, I get around to talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, which are the uh, interviews we did on field in field days. Um, we just do those as standalones. A uh, bunch of interesting people we met this year. Check we out the raced sh- around and did. Yeah. I think we did like ten interviews. In, nine, I think. Yeah, That's well, nine. ten if you count my phone one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Yes. No, I think it, no, to be honest, I think it's eleven. With the with those two ones, oh yeah, and um, yeah, and we did that in pretty much half a day, just over half a day. So yeah, uh, check out the show notes as well. Uh, if any of them you listen to sound interesting, we'll have a bunch of notes and um, yeah, photos and some as well. Great photos, like there's some great stuff to be photoed. We haven't seen the photos, but we've got Diego on the job, and he does an amazing job. That's right. If you're in the Waikato area and you need a photographer for product uh, photos or anything like that, yep. Uh, Give us a yell and we can get uh, Diego to, to get hold of you. He's doing a bit of that stuff around. Yes. Okay. Until then, uh, I'm Sam. I'm Chris. See ya. Bye. Hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure to subscribe and catch you next week. Don't forget to tell your friends.